0: Thank you Deb. Uh, I too would like to acknowledge that we're on Dagra land and uh, the uh, I uh, want to say that Jenny was uh, sad she's not here, but i'll you'll have to make do with me um, now a universal basic income is just that it provides a modest or austere, guaranteed regular income. Um, uh, As Deb says, the uh, social security system that we have in this country is so flawed. So many people who have no money, no shelter, no work, no opportunities, are knocked off one after another. The people who this Turnbull government is attacking most are Aboriginal people in the Northern Territory who do remote work for the Dole or bush work for the Dole. There have been 200,000 breaches um, that can last up to eight weeks. Aboriginal people in remote regions are required to work five hours a day, five days a week just to get the goal. There are only 35,000 people involved in this scheme and there have been 200,000 breaches for up to eight weeks. The uh, Now the actual amount that you'd need to pay a basic income in Australia to make it a secure living would be slightly over the current age pension. Because if you pay less than that, people who are on the current age pension, full pension, would lose if you... If you uh, Introduced a basic income. Now, in order to pay for that, there'll have to be an increase in taxes. But just remember that if people are given a basic income of 14,000 or thereabouts income every year, that most people up to the average wage will be paying roughly the same amount of net tax after, you, uh, after they pay their tax and they get a basic income the, the net tax payable is about what they're paying in income tax today. The, um, now, under the current system people aren't advantaged if they get more money at several stages of the income stream. Uh, but under a basic income, there would always be an advantage to those who earn extra income or receive extra income. Um, the, uh, everyone is treated equally under a basic income. That doesn't mean that that is equitable treatment for everybody. But what a basic income does is tell the government the minimum amount that people have to live on. And from that it's much easier to build sensible other social policies, whether they're in the disability area, or the educational area, the housing area, or whatever. Um, now, the uh, other thing about a basic income is it would not be able to be garnished by the government, by employers, by other businesses, by anybody. Um, it would be untouchable. So people who are now subjected to this robo generated settling debt will not have their incomes eroded by a garnishing of their basic level of income. Um, now, a basic income frees people's initiative. It allows them to be inventive it allows them to follow their artistic endeavours, it allows them to set up a small business or whatever it is that they want to do. And I'd just like to look at uh, job guarantees and I'm um, actually relying largely on some work I did in, 19, uh, in, in 2005 at a uh, coffee conference uh, and that paper can be found uh, at uh, John Tomlinson Collected Works. There's uh, cards there on your way out you might like to grab. There are a lot of other uh, basic income articles there. But that that paper was actually called uh, Faint Praise for a Shimmerer. Um, anyway, uh, I've argued fairly consistently since... 1973 that the social security system should be changed to a general income guarantee so that people don't get kicked off, that whatever contributions people make will be what they want to do, not what the state says they should do. Now, with a job guarantee, um, the, uh, there's absolutely no work requirement with a, a basic income. But under a job guarantee, the minimum demand is that people do the work that they're required to do by the people who are running the job guarantee scheme. So that will mean that some bureaucrat has to assess whether this person has met their obligations. Well, comrades, I believe we do have obligations. We have obligations to ourselves, our families, but not to the government. We have obligations to those others in the community who are part of our community. And how each and every one of us chooses to meet those obligations should be a free choice, freely entered into, without compulsion and without penalty by somebody else. Um, I don't think there is any need to force people to do work for the Dole. Because I think everyone I've ever met wanted to make a contribution to the society. uh, And and my argument here goes to intent. (coughs) If people intend to be a good citizen, (coughs) who am I to say that they're desired contribution is not good enough. Not up to scratch. Um, uh, But a job guarantee scheme has one advantage over a basic income that I can see, and that is that there are some things done in the community sector that are not adequately paid for, and so they're not done well or often enough. Similarly, in education. So there are some things in health and education and disability services that people engaged in a job guarantee might be encouraged to do, and that would make a socially useful contribution to other people and to the society generally. uh, But, the moment you enter into a compulsion, and I worked for Social Security for about a total of seven years uh, back in the 1960s and 70s. and I saw people... Well, before '73, it was possible to say to someone, we have decided not to pay you because you are not deemed worthy to receive a pension. This, this would be a letter that we sent out, signed by some departmental operative. You are not deemed worthy. Bill Hayden pulled that stunt. Right off the books, uh, and uh, the uh, we have seen the Howard government knock people off uh, disability pensions, force them on a new start, uh, because the Howard government and the, the Rudd government and the Gillard government and. This peasant bunch of pricks uh, have done this with alacrity. Uh, I uh, constantly abuse the unchristian porters of the world and the Alan Sludges that run Sedilink. They impose on people. They get about $330,000 a year. And they dare send letters to some of the poorest, least bureaucratically sophisticated people in my country telling them they've got a debt when they know that that debt doesn't exist. They've combined a series of databases that don't match up and they're happy because they've got rid of 5,000 workers, as you said. They don't even bother checking. And then they, they pay debt collectors, commercial debt collectors, to come around and threaten single mothers, aged pensioners, unemployed people. You know, it, it, it is a disgusting, immoral government that's running this country today. And and frankly friends, I wouldn't trust them to run a job guarantee scheme that would provide a proper service to ordinary people anywhere who need a job. Thank you.